You're listening to Orlando Impact, a podcast dedicated to shining the spotlight on purpose-driven leaders in our city. Here's your host, Hilgard Lamprecht. Welcome to episode 11 of the Orlando Impact Podcast. My name is Andy Young, and I'm a financial advisor with the Life Wealth Group in Orlando, Florida. We get the pleasure to meet people every day that are making a difference in our community, and we want to share some of those stories with you. In today's episode, you're going to hear from a dynamic young woman who lives here in Orlando, Emily Knuth, and we are grateful that she was so open in our time together to talk about her personal struggles and how she's had moments where she had to take leaps of faith, not knowing where she would land. Without further delay, I want to get you to the interview. We're here today with Emily Knuth from Emily Knuth Photography and Made Fearless Clothing. We're excited to be able to spend time together with you, Emily, and hear a little bit more about your story. So I I know everybody is excited to hear about your journey and to be able to share with all of our listeners. So I'll get you to just share a little bit about uh, your background and who you are. Hi, thanks for having me. So my name is Emily. I grew up in Orlando. I've lived here my whole life. Went to UCF and got a degree in event management. I went to the Rosen College for Hospitality. And got my degree, had two, I like to call them big girl jobs, nine to five corporate world America jobs and kind of just really wasn't feeling totally connected in either one of those. I started one, left one, then went to the other and kind of just felt like I had a little bit more of a purpose or a calling. And throughout high school, I had always kind of played with a camera. I love photography. My parents had got me one when I was 16, I think was when I got my first camera. And I had taken lessons and just as a hobby. And I did it in college as a hobby too. So when I was kind of struggling through kind of figuring out where I really felt like my purpose was and what I wanted to do with my life, I was like, well, maybe I could start a photography business. And, you know, Bryce, my husband was kind of like, uh, this is crazy. And I honestly wasn't really sure where it was going to go or what it was going to be. I just kind of thought, well, I'll just start, you know, kind of doing stuff for free, just for fun, like seeing where it goes. I was still working full time at this point. So I just kind of started doing family stuff for fun and kind of just started getting my feet wet into the industry and started, you know, reaching out to other photographers that have done it for a long time and just kind of asking their advice or, you know, what they had done to kind of get to where they are. And so I ended up kind of really starting to get wrapped up in the wedding industry and doing weddings, which was so fun. And this is my third year, full year of doing weddings. So I ended up quitting my full-time job. I started working part-time while I was still kind of building my photo business. And then after, I don't know, probably like six months or so, I took photo full-time and really just focused on building that. So this was end of 2016, early 2017. And then I've been doing weddings and full-time photography has been my job. Very cool. So then I guess a little bit more of my story. So I did weddings, still continuing finishing weddings throughout this year and just kind of felt like weddings. I loved them and I had a really good time doing them, but I think I started to kind of just burn out a little bit from it. It was a lot of weekends and time away from family and things like that. And then I personally kind of started to go through some difficult stuff and I was going through a lot of mental health issues and dealing with some severe anxiety and panic and kind of went through an eating disorder. And when I was going through that, I was still had weddings and I was still doing photo full time. So I was kind of trying to balance the two of those. And 
I think really, as I was going through treatment, like for my eating disorder, and I was in that world, I kind of just was seeing so many other things and people that were just going through tough things. And it was just really eye opening for me, I think, to kind of just see the way that other people were impacted. And again, all their stories were different, but I just felt like we were still kind of struggling through the same stuff. And so I was finishing weddings, went through treatment for eating disorder for three months, and I graduated as they call it. So kind of started to overcome that battle. And yeah, I guess really that was in October of last year. So 2018. Yeah, so uh, I know from speaking with yourself and, and Bryce over the last couple of years, you guys have been tremendously busy. So God has, has given a tremendous yes. blessing yes. in being able to share your creativity uh, through photography. Uh, oh, yeah. You take absolutely gorgeous photos, by the yeah. way. So if anybody hasn't seen her photography, you need to be sure at the end we'll share where you can see some of that and, and book sessions for when you have room and you're accepting with that. But I, I know recently you've taken those creative juices and you felt like you've been called to share in a, in a different way. So I, I mentioned earlier that you had the Made Fearless brand that you launched. I know your, your parents have been super excited with that, uh, that they've shared and, and then your family as well. But uh, tell us a little bit about that transition and what led you to, to opening up that brand and creating more awareness through messages. Yes. So I think, you know, through my struggles, I basically, after I got out of treatment, I wanted to do a fundraiser just to raise awareness for the National Eating Disorder Association, which is just a huge organization that just aids in helping the community and helping people with treatment. And do they just have tons of resources? So I thought, oh, you know, I'll make a shirt. I sold it through this company where, you know, people can just go online and buy it and I can take all the proceeds and send it to the, to the organization and just was doing it for my own pleasure for, you know, I just really wanted to do something to give back because I was so greatly impacted by being able to get help. And so I designed a shirt that said faith over fear. I just, nothing special. I just, I don't, I don't have a background in designing clothes or anything like that. So I just kind of was playing around, made it, made a shirt. Um, and then really I sold a bunch of them and we raised, I ended up being over $1,500 for the National Indian Disorder Association, which was great. It was so cool. And kind of when the, when the fundraiser had ended, I was just kind of like, I was happy with it. I wasn't planning on doing anything further. And then I kind of kept getting requests from people that were kind of interested in wanting the shirt. And, you know, once it's made, once I had done the fundraiser, I wasn't going to sell it again. So I just decided that I was going to start a clothing line, which was going to be all just positive messages and quotes and things and shirts and sweatshirts. And basically that people were going to be able to choose who they wanted to give back to because I felt it was so important what I just thought it was so cool how just what one shirt was able to do for an organization. And so I wanted people to be able to do the same thing if they felt, you know, led to. And I just think that words have such a huge impact just on people in general, like in their own self-talk, impacting others with their words. And I just wanted to, to kind of bring that to life. And so that's kind of how Made Fearless started, essentially. That's amazing. You know, we see it every day when we're working with clients and Sometimes they come in with preconceived notions and, and it's like, you know, I would be better with money, but you know, I'm just not, I don't understand it. Or, you know, they, they yeah. have, they're caught up in the mental aspect of it. 
that they're trying to figure out that they've been painted into a corner, that they've boxed themselves and they've decided that that's just who they are. That's who they're defined as. So I'm amazed when you, when you hear of these people that have broken out and that they've said, forget those preconceived notions. I can be whatever I want. Yeah. It's like when you were a kid, it's like our daughter's almost two. And I, you know, I'm sitting there saying, you know, you can be whatever you want. And somewhere along the way, you just forget that. Uh, that you're told that, that that can't be the case. So I think I heard, uh, and I correct me if I'm wrong, that your number one seller that you've had, so your your original has been huge, but I think Choose Joy, if, am I right? That that's kind yeah. of the big one now? Yep. So the Faith or Fear was the main one um, that I made before I started Made Fearless. And then once I started Made Fearless, Faith or Fear and Choose Joy have been two of the biggest, most popular. Yeah. So I know a lot of people can greatly benefit by hearing this. So you started out, you were working the normal nine to five, going through the grind every day. Yep. Something moved you that you said, you know what, I, I'm made to be more and I can, I can go out and I can do more. So you, you thought that that was photography and you ventured that way and very successful with it and then have now moved into the space with this clothing line and then other dreams in the future. But I'm going to guess along the way that you had some challenges and some struggles, not just with the, the, the mental issues with the eating disorder, but, but just as far as with starting and launching a business successfully, uh, can you oh, tell yeah. a little bit about that? Yeah. I mean, with both my photography business and Made Fearless, there was so much doubt and insecurity and just kind of afraid of, you know, what would people think? And also just afraid of, can I really do this? Can I really make an income? Can I really like sustain, you know, pay my bills and things like that? And Photography and Made Fearless are two totally different realms too. Like they're retail and photo, they're both so different. I've had to learn a lot in each of them. So I think just kind of one of my biggest things that I feel like from, that I've learned from both of both businesses is that, you know, people are oftentimes afraid to do something or jump in after something that they think is their dream or what they want to do or where they feel that God is calling them. And I think that sometimes you just have to do it. And then, you know, you can really see it come to come to life. And again, it's, again, it wasn't always, I wouldn't say that it was always, it's been, oh yeah, you know, there's been, I've questioned since I had made fearless, I've only had it a few months. Oh, should I, should I really keep doing this? Is it really going to, you know, am I really going to be able to, to impact people? Am I really going to be able to, you know, make a living? So I think it's just always just kind of questioning yourself, you know, with whether or not you feel like you can really do it. Yeah, the entrepreneurs that are out there, obviously, uh, I jokingly say that sometimes you jump off of the building and you figure out how you're going to build the parachute on the way down. Yes, um, yes. You have yes. to be willing to do it. You have to be willing to take that chance and take that leap of faith and know that right. God's going to help you out, that you're going to be led in the way that you need to be and that you're going to make the impact that you're meant to, to do. So uh, with this journey, when you, when you left from corporate America, you transitioned into being a business owner. You know, where was the point where you kind of said, wow, okay, you know, I'm feeling more comfortable. I'm feeling like I've made it now. I've made that impact in this transition. I think with photography, probably once I had about a year of weddings under my belt, which was primarily what I really wanted to do. That's what I wanted to be successful at. That's where I was kind of, what's what I was chasing for. I started to feel more confident just in myself and my work and and as far as just that I had really created a business myself, you know, from scratch, just marketing myself and showing my work out to other people. And then I feel like probably about a year in is when I feel like I really started to feel 
confident and comfortable and that I had not made it, but that I had was able to kind of actually say that I had a business and I was really thriving. Very cool. So on your journey that you've had, I'm sure that you've had some tremendous influences in your life. So who would you say has been your biggest influence on your journey so far? Oh, wow. That's tough. I mean, I feel like I know it sounds kind of cliche, but my parents, I feel like have been huge for me. My dad is an entrepreneur, business owner. So I think maybe that's where I get some of that from. And just the constant support from them and just, you know, really encouraging me in every crazy idea that I have. You know, one day it was photography, then the next day I'm saying, I, oh, I think I want to start this clothing line and just being so supportive and just willing to really give advice and pour into me. Very awesome. So every day we're getting to interact with people like yourself, Emily, that, that have a purpose, they're driven, they're trying to be successful. But listening today, there might be somebody that's at the beginning of that journey. And you know, what piece of advice can you share if you were to go back to the beginning of your own journey with yourself? Uh-huh. You know, what would that piece of advice be? I think for me, and I, I think I kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but just to really set aside those fears and doubts about what you can and cannot do, you know, because I think people often put these boundaries on themselves or these, they have things that feel like they keep, keeps them from being able to do something that they really want to do. And I think that, you know, looking back, just not being afraid to take chances and risks and just kind of jump in, even though it's, you're not really sure what is going to happen. And also just to not get discouraged when it takes some time, you know, like it doesn't just take, it takes time to build a business and to do and to really build something that you're passionate about. And sometimes it just doesn't happen overnight. And I think that's sometimes something that I struggle with personally, just, you know, it takes time and you have to be patient. You have to be willing to put in the work to it. And, you know, just because you might not have a tons of success, you know, right away, just to kind of keep pushing through and just really taking the time to learn more into whatever your craft is or your skill or, you know, invest in yourself. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I see it all the time when people that we look at and we're getting to see the after picture, right? So when you see these, these people that have went out and created these brands that have done tremendous things in the community, it's like the before and after picture of the weight loss ad. We're yeah. in the after picture and you're like, yes. that's what I want. How's it not that I'm already there, but you don't see the 10, the 15 years that they've put in of just toiling through. Right. Uh, I think of when I think of clothing, uh, I was lucky enough to be able to go to an event where Damon John spoke and hearing his stories of he was just borrowing everything that he could yeah. to try to launch FUBU. And he was sewing it in the, in the basement of the house and he had stacked up with inventory and everything just out oh, yeah. trying to make it happen. So it's, it's really cool when you see that and you go, wow, that person's so successful. Well, he must've had a lucky break. And then you hear, no, it was just that they were just grinding it out. They did everything that they could to make sure yeah. that success was not, you know, that was the only option that they would accept. Failure yeah. wasn't going to work. Yes. Uh, so you've, you've done a tremendous job so far. You know, I, I congratulate you and Bryce on starting up with these brands. I was wanting to share a positive message. We have too much stuff that is just people sharing the, the bad in the world and everything that's going on. So having positive messages and the difference that that can make, whether somebody's going through 
an eating disorder like yourself, somebody's going through cancer treatment, somebody's just going through divorce or something that's hung up and that they just need that positive message. So I appreciate you and sharing that in your story today. So Emily, obviously everybody probably has heard this and they're going, you know, hey, I want that. I love that, that faith over fear or that, you know, choose joy. Where can they find more information out about this? Yes. So my website is shopmadefearless.com and that's where all the inventory is. You can see pictures of the items that we have. And then my Instagram handle is also at shopmadefearless. And that's where we pull out, put all our information to kind of keep people up to date with what's, what we have and what's going on. Well, awesome. Well, I appreciate your time today, Emily. That's all that we have for today. Until next time. Thank you. You've been listening to Orlando Impact. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Securities offered only by duly registered individuals through Madison Avenue Securities, LLC, MAS, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. MAS and the Life Wealth Group are not affiliated entities. AEWM and the Life Wealth Group are not affiliated entities. The Life Wealth Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. The Life Wealth Group is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency.